Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hey there, podcasters. Are you looking to take your show to the next level? Let me introduce you to Podtask, the innovative platform that simplifies the podcasting process and equips you with the tools you need to succeed. With Podtask, you can say goodbye to the headache of managing multiple tasks and deadlines. This app provides a comprehensive systemization and task management platform that helps you streamline the podcasting process. And it doesn't just stop there. Podtask also offers AI-based marketing tools to give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like Podtask to keep you on track. It helped me save so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you want to take your podcast to the next level, be sure to check out Podtask. As a special offer to my listeners, you can sign up today and get started with their free forever plan by visiting creativevisionariespodcast.com forward slash podtask. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce you to our guest. Not only is he a CEO businessman, he is also the sponsor of our season here at the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Today, let me introduce you to Adam Baru. Adam is a CEO of Podtask, Sweetcentric, EIQ Media Group, and a podcast host of The Change Podcast. Adam, welcome on the show. Hey, Tori. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So as always, I've got to get a little uh, introduction out of the way, right? So tell us about who you are in a brief and wonderful way. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's a loaded question, but I'll I'll take a stab at it. I mean, as you mentioned, I, I kind of do a lot of things. Like, um, I think the words serial entrepreneur are probably the two words that, that kind of come through with just everything that I got going on. But um kind of the core that I've been doing for a while for the past 17 years is as a consultant in the NetSuite space. NetSuite is an ERP um, platform like SAP or Oracle or Great Plains. There's there's many of them. Uh, NetSuite, I think, might have been one of the first online cloud-based ERP systems. And like I said, I've been kind of in this world for the last 17 years as a developer, pretty much um, doing like custom integrations and websites and e-commerce applications and stuff like that in that space. Um, and then, so you mentioned a couple other businesses that I'm involved in um, as you know, sponsor for your podcast. Podtask is another company that I operate. Um, I've been doing that for probably six or seven months now. And so it, it is, you know, relatively young, but it came out of like, a direct need that I had as also a podcast producer, 
you mentioned EIQ Media Group. That's my podcast production company, which produces not only my podcast, The Change, which is on a little bit of a hiatus right now, but I'm hoping to get back into that soon. Um, but I also produce another podcast called How I Made It Through with uh, Kristen Taylor, who's my executive coach and dear friend. And I'm also now in um, the process of producing a new podcast called What I Wish I Knew, which is going to be hosted by Irene Ortiz Glass. And she's going to be mostly talking about women's health issues, um, specifically um, midlife women's health, like her sharing her very difficult experience with menopause and, you know, everything that she went through and kind of talking about, you know, that's and, and what she wished that she knew then that she knows now, because, you know, a lot of uh, the, the decisions that she made medically and stuff like that really um, she's come to learn more were harmful for her. So, wow. so I'm pretty busy, you know, as a podcast producer and, you know, originally when I started doing the production work, you know, I have a team of six or maybe now seven people that are all kind of involved in, in our podcasts, marketing people, you know, my sound engineer, my assistant, the hosts, myself. And, you know, in the process of producing podcasts, as you know, I mean, there's, there's kind of like a, after you've been doing this a while, there's kind of like a standard operating procedure that, you know, you really need to run through because you do get really busy and there's so many moving pieces and I've got my pieces that I do. The marketing people need to be doing what they need to be doing. My assistant, the sound engineer. I mean, there's a lot of kind of like timed events that are all kind of part right. of this. And I I wrote, you know, as a software developer, I there was a decision that I made because I, I was on a very expensive platform before Podtask existed. And I didn't want to pay for that platform anymore. And so as a web developer, I'm like, well, I'll just build what I need. And so... <laughs> I literally built PodTask, you know, initially without even thinking to productize it, mm. but just to help with our needs, right? And then kind yeah. of got close to the end of before I took it live. And I'm like, well, this is really going to help us. And I think there's a lot of ways it can help other podcasters as well. Um, there's so much that it automates for us now. And we can kind of go in autopilot mode on a lot of things because PodTask is kind of telling us like, okay, we have this task and it needs to go to the marketing people. Okay, they're done. Now yeah. Now that informs me that I've got to do my thing, right? And so, you know, that's ultimately what PodTask was originally intended to be is just kind of that task manager, that kind of systemization platform that helps mm -hmm. keep my whole team and my whole production company in line with what we need to be doing to stay on track, okay? Yeah. Um, so you know, in a nutshell, that's kind of my story. And that's what I do. I've, um, I, I like to dabble in all sorts of different things. So, you know, I was also a wedding photographer for 10 years, kind of in the middle of this whole NetSuite career. So, you know, again, going back to the two words, serial entrepreneur, I think that's a pretty good description <laughs> of, of what well, I'm and I think about. some of the, some of the best products that we develop are, are products that have helped us ourselves, right? So we've, we've been the guinea pigs in, you know, whatever it is we develop, and then we get it ready to help the masses with, you know, the product that we know works for ourselves. So I think that's, yeah. that's awesome that you went that direction. As a podcaster, you know that creating great content is only half the battle. That's where Remarker comes in. Remarker is a podcast branding, production, and marketing solution. Whether you're a seasoned podcaster or just starting out, Remarker will help you grow your show and build your authority. So why wait? 
head to creativevisionariespodcast.com slash Remarker, that's R-E-M-A-R-K-R, where you can book a demo and discover how Remarker's full-service approach can benefit you and your podcast. Now, as a serial entrepreneur, you have had uh, many businesses and lessons learned. So I'd love for you to share with our audience some of the lessons that you've learned maybe recently um, or over your time uh, as a CEO and how you're playing that to your new direction, your new ventures. Yeah. So I, I think what I'll do is kind of briefly describe, and I've gone into further detail on other podcasts um, if anybody's curious, but I'll I'll kind of share briefly like how this whole podcasting thing even started with me, because I think that's pretty informative and and it will also help kind of clarify where where my future direction is going to go. So um, about six months before the pandemic started, so we're now in about, maybe it wasn't even six months, but it was pretty close. So I think we're like at the end of 2019. Um, my little guy who you see in this picture right here, who's now three and a half, he was a newbie. Um, he's an October 2019 baby. And just after he was born, you know, I was probably working like already like 70 hours a week, you know, just as the CEO of my, you know, company, Sweet Centric, just trying to do everything I can to just, you know, make sure we're firing on all cylinders. And then I've got a newborn baby and I, he's my fourth kid of mine. So <laughs> I, I've been through this before, but just he doesn't, and even he's starting to get a little bit better with sleep, but he kind of out of the gates, he just he was up, he'd be up a lot. Right. And, you know, at the time I was working and then, not, and then kind of going then with the pandemic starting, I was, mm. um, I was working on a project that I was up very late working because we had an Indian team of people that we worked with. And so I had kind of told my wife, like, Hey, I'll, I'll, you know, if I'm up, I'll take the brunt of his getting up in the middle of the night and try to get him back down. Yeah. So I was probably working about 70, 80 hours a week. I'm sleeping about three to four hours a night, not even straight, just like disjointed sleep. Yeah. And then the pandemic hits. And so with all of that going on, I started and I had never had anxiety attacks before, but I started getting them a lot, like literally out of nowhere, um, like very debilitating. I don't know if Tori ever experienced that. I'm sure people listening, you know, in your audience probably have, and it's, it's the worst. I mean, it's mm. a total nervous system shutdown, um, amygdala hijack. I mean, there's things that are going on that, you know, like there's no rationality for an anxiety attack. Like yeah. mine were a lot related to claustrophobic feelings, which yeah. like at night trying to go to bed, like I'm not like in a coffin or anything. Like I'm in a, I'm in a bedroom on my bed. Like I shouldn't have claustrophobic anxiety happening. It's, it's irrational, but it, Nonetheless, I couldn't control it. So yeah, I was really starting, especially with the pandemic now starting. I mean, I was taking on so much responsibility mm -hmm. for my my company and my team. You know, we're a very tight-knit company. And I, you know, was had a lot of anxiety around are we gonna be in business? I am I gonna have to lay people off? Like I really took a lot of that on and just the anxiety attacks were getting worse and worse. Um, long story short. I had the extremely good fortune to get connected with Kristen Taylor, who I mentioned, who hosts How I Made It Through. Like finding her and hiring her as my executive coach, knowing ultimately that 
I needed to do something to take control of my mental health. Um, like I couldn't really just kind of expect to continue to go through the motions yeah. of life and, and hope that it would just go away. So, I mean, I recognized there was a lot that I needed to actually do to get in front of this thing. So I hired her, um, you know, we really uncovered some stuff that like where all of this was coming from and I won't go into detail with it here, but again, if anybody's curious on this, you know, about this journey that I had, I mean, it involves some trauma that I had as a six-year-old, um, sexual trauma, molestation. So, um, you know, I was really like all of the dots came in line for me with the work I was doing with Kristen and just discoveries that I was making and my podcasting came out of that. So I, you know, after working with Kristen for about six months, I just, and I, I don't like being the center of attention or even <laughs> hearing my voice. And when I was doing wedding photography, much happier on that side of the camera. So the idea of ever doing a podcast was nothing I ever thought would be part of my existence ever. But, you know, I started to really, you know, explore, you know, what is my role as a CEO? Like, you know, what do I want to be doing? And yeah. what I realized was, you know, I'm a very empathetic person in, in general. And I had been dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome, just, you know, in my role as CEO anyway, like just doesn't come naturally for me. I'm a software developer and kind of a creative guy. So <laughs> like what I did discover was there's an absolute place for having empathy in the business world. Yeah. It's not something I, I was even exposed to a lot in the IT technical industry. There's a lot of right. kind of a, a, aggression, like not borderline, but straight aggression with, you know, people that I've worked with developers have a lot of ego and stuff like that. And so I decided I'm going to have a podcast called the change and it's going to be exploring empathy in business, mental health issues in business. I'm trying to really normalize, you know, stuff that I had gone through and stuff that I know a lot of people go through yeah, um, with anxiety issues and and really try to have now a platform where conversations can be had around mental health and business. So, so that's where the podcasting really, you know, kind of all came from. And it, it's, you know, there's a place in, in where it lives inside of me where it's really important. Like it yeah. came out of, you know, all of the self-discovery and healing. And so it's, it's, I'm connected in a very emotional way to that work that I do. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, going back to your question, just kind of talking about lessons learned and stuff like that, you and I were talking about, you know, some stuff before this episode started, like you know, some stuff that I'm, you know, in my sweet centric net suite life that I'm dealing with, which is really difficult stuff right now, which is number one, kind of had a rough time last year. Like we've, we've always had a great like growth when it comes to like our finances at Sweet Centric. And, you know, last year for a variety of reasons, like, you know, it was a very tough year for us. And so, um, so I'm dealing with that, but, you know, and I'll mention, I'm not going to go into details on this, but I'm right now subjected to a, a alleged wrongful termination uh, lawsuit with somebody that I terminated, you know, four and a half years ago, which, you know, wow. I'll, I'll only say that the entire time I've always known that 100% and I still affirm this right now, 
it was a correct decision to terminate this person. Um, I had numerous customer complaints that are all documented, employee complaints, so on and so forth. So I've always yeah. felt completely, you know, that was a rightful termination, but I'm facing a wrongful termination lawsuit that is about to go to trial. And, you know, just the cost of defending myself in that I, I'm already over well over a hundred thousand um, dollars, you know, but it is what it is. It's something I've got to deal with. And so, you know, in terms of the lessons learned, like the big thing, I, the big takeaway is because I've also just had my 50th birthday. <clears throat> and I think, you know, it's one of those milestones where you really kind of reflect on things. So you just, it's kind of natural. <laughs> you just kind of look back and reflect on where you're at and yeah. how you got here. Where I'm at right now in my life is I, I feel like I've gained a lot of wisdom just through my journey the past couple of years with the pandemic and the anxiety stuff and the podcasting and and really these vulnerable conversations that I've had and authentic conversations I've had in my podcasting where I really know that I, I trust myself and my intuition. And so like, candidly, I'll tell you and your audience, like, I don't feel that there's a real long future in my NetSuite business. Yeah. Um, it's not something that I've been connected to like personally over the last couple of years. We've actually had to kind of pivot away from a lot of this development e-commerce work that we used to do into something yeah. that isn't entirely something that I've done a lot in the NetSuite space. And so... um you know, with just the lawsuit and just all the money and just cash flow issues and just how expensive it is, it has become in the last couple of years to even operate in this space. I mean, I, you know, the great resignation, which is, um, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, what the change really was kind of inspired from my podcast. Um, like it has become very expensive to find and keep talent in the mm. NetSuite space. And so, I'm just looking at the big picture and I'm like, you know, I, I've had this other life that I've been living, you know, trying to run all these different companies and this other life around podcasting, which is coming from a place of pure passion inside of me, a pure just energy. And that is where I'm kind of realizing that what I'm, you know, the what I'm being exposed to right now are signals from the universe that the universe is telling me, man, if you don't like what you're doing, stop doing it yeah. and yeah. pour your energy into what you love doing. And so that's where PodTask comes into play and, and my podcast production, because that's, again, it's just coming from a pure place there, something that I'm extremely passionate about, ultimately because of the, like I said, the healing that it afforded me. But I just think these stories of vulnerability and, and what people, the stories of what people have gone through in their lives and how they've overcome that, like through yeah. other podcasts that I listen to, I, you know, I just find podcasting to be such a, a therapeutic and healing, you know, medium for people. So, so just to wrap this all up, like, you know, there's this old, I don't know how old it is. It's Alan Watts, I believe, came up with this Chinese fable about the the Chinese farmer who, um, and I'm probably going to botch it, but it's like a story of like, you know, there's a there's a Chinese farmer and one of his, his only horse like runs away. 
And so the neighbors come up and they're like, oh, that's that's terrible. And he replies, maybe. <laughs> and then the next day, the horse comes back and brings with it like seven other wild horses. And the neighbors come over. They're like, what great fortune. Now you have eight horses. And, you know, and the farmer responds, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and then, you know, then he's his son is like, trying to like break in one of the new wild horses and ends up getting thrown and breaks his leg. And the neighbors come and like, Oh my gosh, we're, you know, how terrible, like what misfortune. And he, the farmer responds, maybe. And then the next day, the army conscription officers come to the house to conscript the son into the army and find that he's got a broken leg and they don't conscript him. And, mm. and you know, the neighbors come and say, well, Oh wow. Isn't that great? You know, he doesn't have to go fight in the war. And, the farmer responds, maybe. So I the reason I bring that up is um, you know, if you can try to get to a point in your life where I, I kind of feel like I'm 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 getting there, like where perhaps, you know, a younger version of myself would be looking at everything that I'm inundated with right now, all the really kind of difficult positions that I'm I'm being put in and and really let that take over, let a negative mindset take over. Mm. Um Cause like where I'm at right now, like honestly is, you know, maybe <laughs> what I'm being subjected to is all for a greater good. And that's, yeah. that's where I'm trying to keep my mindset. So, yeah. And, and for me, I think of, you know, what you're talking about is really passion and purpose, right? Everything that you've gone through and all of these, I mean, you have technical skills that you've built with this company that maybe you're not, your heart's not in it right now, but that is definitely going to, t to apply to anything you do moving forward, you know, and, and the passion that you have around podcasting, which I am in the similar boat, right? I, I find myself in that position where it's like, you know, what, 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 what really lights me up? What brings me joy? What is it that I want to do moving forward? Because you get to a certain point as an entrepreneur and business owner where you're like, okay, I've done this. I've built this. Now what, you know, <laughs> it's exactly. like, am I, am I happy doing this? Do I want to keep doing this? And I think that's, that's also the beauty of being an entrepreneur is that you get to make that choice. You get to make that decision and you take the skills and the lessons that you've learned along the way to really put it into those, those companies or businesses or products or whatever it is that you have passion and purpose around. And so I love, I love that you and I have been connected in this way because I think we align so much on that podcasting space and the passion that comes from podcasting and, and what a difference it makes. And for me, really I'll nice. share, I'll, sh I'll share with you a little bit. And my listeners may know from hearing other episodes that starting a podcast was a leap of faith for me because I'm somewhat of an introvert and I'm not somebody who openly starts conversation. And so for me, it was a way to get out of my comfort zone because I knew that I had a message of my own to share. And I knew that I had messages from other people and conversations that I was having that I wanted to share with other people to motivate them and to help just boost my own personal confidence and confidence of other entrepreneurs around me. So I've jumped in full, you know, hands and feet first. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. And it's a passion that I didn't know I was going to have. But I'm so grateful for this 
this uh, platform to be able to connect with people like yourself and come across wonderful companies like Podtask and be able to share this with, with our audience so that we can help other people with these wonderful things that we have skill sets for and, and talent around because it's, it's all from a servant's heart, right? It's all about giving back and using what you have to help others. So I love, yeah, I don't know. I just... and, you t- and you said two things I think that are so important to just emphasize. Number one, you're a self-acknowledged introvert. So like, yeah, you don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to be like a radio personality to to actually be successful in podcasting. It just needs yeah. to come from a place of purpose and passion, like you said. Um, and the second thing you mentioned is the emotional, like what I was just thinking when you were telling me is like the emotional courage yeah. it must have taken for you to realize there's this thing that you want to do and it's scary and you're not comfortable and it's like out of your comfort zone and oh my god but you went for it because like so many of the major like for me like like where i've taken myself to the next level in just understanding and just having like you know, a, a level of wisdom that that I feel like I've gained is specifically through moments where I've pushed myself outside my comfort zone. Absolutely. And, you know, the emotional courage it takes to really test yourself, mm-hmm. that's where the, the most beautiful and biggest life lessons are going to come from. So kudos to you for, for <laughs> taking that step. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's something that everybody can learn from, right? Like we both talk about it like we got to the point where it was like, we knew we had to take another leap where we have to go further or we're, we're inches away from something great. And so I think that's, you know, one of the lessons that people can take away from this is that if you feel that resistance, know that something great is on the other side of that, because you wouldn't have this resistance unless there was greatness to come after. And don't give up too, because yeah, you're going to have failures and you're going to have extremely difficult, um, you know, experiences in your journey, but you, you know, if your heart is in the right place and your passion is pure, like you will get to a place where you will look back on, you know, what you went through with, you know, confidence, knowing Mm -hmm. that you got through it. Yeah. And some of the greatest lessons learned are through failures. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, because we've kind of danced around this whole podcast thing, like what is this platform? And I'd love for you to really go into what it is, because I know what it is and I know how phenomenal it is, but I want you to share what inspired you to create podcasts. Well, we kind of have the, what inspired you, but like the pieces of it. So why is it so important for podcasters? Why do we all need it? I mean, so it's, like I said, like for me, I, I needed it for initially for my team and what we were doing and, you know, just trying to like keep track of all the moving pieces and try to like gain a level of consistency with the with the work that we were producing. Because um, one of the biggest things in terms of growing your podcast is consistency, like consistency, con- sorry, consistency on schedule, like you're always publishing on the same date, like your audience will kind of expect it over time, like you have that Every two weeks, it's on Tuesday or every week, it's on Thursday, whatever it may be. So it's consistency in your schedule. It's consistency with the quality that what you're 
audience listens to every episode has the same quality, the same kind of elements to it. I mean, and not to say every podcast needs to be like that. I definitely, you know, follow many podcasts that are very just loose and free form and, and that's fine. Like, but you know, I think people like you and me, Tori, that are, you know, like I, I am seeking high production value with my podcasts. I, I kind of had a model that I wanted to follow and, um, and that's the model with all of our podcasts at EIQ media. Um, and you know, we, we achieve that consistent quality, that consistent outline and framework. And that's, you know, very much, you know, helped by what podtask is doing for us. So, you know, the idea originally is, all right, so I have my podcast record or records set up in podtask. And then, you know, for, for the change, I'll use that as an example. The change is, a, an entirely guest based podcast. So all of the episodes are interviews with guests. Mm -hmm. And so the process starts with like researching like future episodes. Right. And so I'm on different platforms. I'm trying to find guests, you know, that are relevant in the space that I talk about. And so now with PodTask, what I can do is I can kind of start at that research level, kind of the concept level. I can, you know, one of the things that PodTask does, and this is done with our forever free plan, so you don't even have to get on one of our paid plans to take advantage of building your profile to brand yourself with doing guest podcast spots, much like I'm doing today on your podcast. Um, like I, I definitely encourage all podcasters to guest spot as much as you can. It's You're getting yourself out there for free in front of other audiences that hopefully will become your audience and and so branding yourself and building like a profile that's public. I mean, that's that's one of the things that PodTask does on that forever free plan, right? So there's a whole potential guest membership directory that you can go to podtask.com, click the directory button, and you can, you know, look at all the different other users and categorize people based on, you know, if they're talking about mental health, if they talk about comedy, whatever it is, you can try to then reach out to them on the forever free plan to try to book them as a guest on your show. Yeah. And then, you know, vice versa. So like on the forever free plan, um, not only are you building that public profile for yourself, but you can reach out to these other members and try to book them as guests on your show. So, so that's kind of, again, on the kind of like the concept phase, like, Hey, I want to, you know, just build an episode, maybe uh, talking about, you know, the idea of manifestation and um, manifesting what you want out of life and, you know, then watching those things come to you. So like, let, let's see who I can find, who I can have an episode kind of surrounding that topic. Right. Yeah. And so you can do that again. That's all part of the forever free plan. And so, you know, going back to the, you know, the underlying thing of what pod task is meant to do, it's really intended to help you as a podcaster through the entire flow from concept to marketing a, a completed episode. Like it's going to help you every step of the way. So once you have your concepting done, now you book your guest and you set up your episode record and you put in all your notes and all the information about your episode um, ultimately then if you you know, cause I have a marketing team, so they're in there too, is with user accounts. One of the cool things that I set up a while back is what I call automated tasks and automated notifications. Um, so 
I set these up on my podcast record. Here's my automated tasks, my automated notifications. So with each new episode record, I'm going to have a defined set of tasks that are automatically going to get created and attached to the episode record or some automated notifications that will go out to my guest. Maybe I want this notification to go out the day before the interview. Maybe I want it to go out a week before the interview. So you can define all that timing and, and what you want sent and who you want it sent it to. So for example, going back to my marketing people, like, you know, when I, when we complete a, an episode interview, you know, and then I send off the audio files to my sound guy and he gets a task, he completes the task and we get all the mastered, you know, files. Then my marketing team about seven days before, um, there, there's a field on the episode record called, uh, target publication date. Based on that date, it'll drive a task seven days before. Cause that's how I've defined it for us yeah. with our standard operating procedure. My marketing team will get a task to their email like, hey, you've got this task. You got to go ahead and grab the, you know, whatever they do to to put all the like marketing, you know, drip stuff together and, and put on our social media. So, right. Um, and then I've added over time now some really cool features that I'm super excited about. One of which I just released in the last couple of weeks called the content creator. And what that does for podcasters is a lot. It's connected to the open AI API and open AI is the same platform that, you know, for any of you who knows what chat GPT is or doll E it's that artificial intelligence platform that is going to literally take over everything <laughs> and make us all not have jobs down the road, but I love it. And it's in a great way. A lot right? of really great things. So <laughs> I've actually connected PodTask to that. So you know, if you're in there with an account, and I think even on the for on the forever free plan, you get access to some of these AI features where yeah. you can click a button and it'll automatically generate an email for a potential guest that you can just copy paste, maybe change a couple things, and then fire off the email to a potential guest. Or you can you can type something in, like there's a field where you can type in similar to Chat GPT, where you can type in something like how can I monetize my podcast? How can I grow my download numbers? And a very intelligent and thoughtful response will come back that, you know, the idea is to help podcasters just, you know, get ideas for how they can make it successfully in podcasting. And so um, there's a lot of other new stuff. I'm getting so much great feedback. And Tori, you've already given a lot of great feedback. And I, I love that feedback. I'm already, you know, almost every, you know, feedback request I get, I then go and put it into a feature um, in PodTask because I, I truly want to make this a platform that can work for any podcaster, whatever their flow is, whatever their mm -hmm. cadence or standard operating procedure is, you know, fields that they want. However you go about your business of making your podcast, I want to make PodTask work for you. So all the feedback is amazing. And one of the really cool things that PodTask does is that it brings together multiple pieces, right? So a lot of times we would have, you know, our own half done CRM system that we use for PodTask uh, or podcasting um, that we can bring into PodTask and finding a, a host or finding a guest that you want to bring on your show or looking for hosts who are looking for you to be a guest on their show. That's a totally separate, you know, 
a product that you could use. And then there's, you know, the chat GPT sort of thing or suggestions of um, what I should say to my guests and the, the reminders and the tasks, everything. There's so many different products that you can use to do all that stuff. And the really cool thing is that podcast brings it all together and it all centralizes it into one space and it's evolving, right? So it's ever growing at the same time. So this is like, <laughs> this is just like the beginning of the amazing stuff that's to come for this platform. Because I think, you know, with with the feedback you get from other people and, and for myself and just you using it as a user, you're growing it to to help podcasters because you are a podcaster, you know what we need. And so I love right. that about the product that we it's so many different pieces all in one spot and it, it makes your job easier, right? That's so that the goal. You... I'm trying to get as much functionality under one roof as I can. Cause like, yeah, I mean, right now I pay for a hosting service and I pay to, for my transcripts and I pay an editor and I pay for this and that and the other thing. And over time, I hope to like have as much of that under one roof with podcast as I can. I, I briefly mentioned the contract, the content creator, but ultimately what it does is you upload your, you know, finished audio or video file, and it will generate your transcript for you. And out of that, then it can generate your show notes. It can generate a LinkedIn post for you. It can generate an Instagram post for you. It can, it can basically go through your transcript. And my 21 year old son is a computer science guy. So he's kind of explained this to me a little bit, but he's beyond where I'm at as a software developer, but he he studies AI. And so he was telling me about how this works. But, you know, the thing that PodTask also does is is it'll go through your transcript and look for recommended quotes or hooks that you can use in your marketing. Mm. And that's all based on this concept of sentimentality. So this is where AI is at right now, how cool and interesting it is. Like it it can know the sentiment of your words and phrases in there and kind of pick out what it's deeming as like emotional, impactful, you know, quotes that your guest is saying. So like, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. It saves me time because up till now, I've had to listen to like a whole episode, sometimes a couple of times to find those, those quotes to use as hooks. Same. Um, and I, I like doing that still, but I mean, you know, it's a, it's a huge time saver. If I don't have to do that, I can click a button it'll generate, you know, some good hooks for me that I can use in my marketing. And so PodTask is already doing that now. Yeah. It's like your one-stop shop for making your podcast amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's wrap this up with just a couple final thoughts of um, maybe advice or why somebody should get into podcasting or what is a huge uh, benefit of podcasts that maybe people don't realize they need. Okay. So kind of the arc of our conversation today, we touched on, you know, something that I think, you know, took me a long time to, to finally realize out of life. And that's just kind of like tr trusting my instinct and focusing my energy on things that fill my cup instead of, you know, things that take away and and pull energy negatively from me. So, you know, that's one lesson right there. Like try to, you know, trust your gut, trust yourself. You know, I spent a lot of time over, you know, up till now pretty much or a couple of <laughs> years ago, like, you know, suffering from a lot of the negative self-talk and I know where it all comes from now um, through the work that I've done. And, you know, ultimately, you know, the big lesson, the big life lesson, I hope 
you know, people can take away from this is, you know, find a way to shut that, that negative self-talk down because it's not helpful. And we all have, you know, such amazing qualities about us that, that, you know, spend your energy focusing on that mm -hmm. stuff. And, and for me, like the podcasting all kind of derived from, you know, my journey in, in self-discovery and healing. And, you know, I'm so just passionate and excited to be in this podcasting space and meeting people like you and talking about, you know, big picture stuff and, you know, day-to-day -day stuff. I mean, I, I've like probably laughed more in these conversations I've had, you know, in the past several years than, you know, I could look back over the past many years and just, you know, the, the amount of just raw, natural, vulnerable conversations that, you know, I was just at the end, we were just like hysterically laughing about, um, <laughs> And, and that feels good. And so, you know, I hope that if you're a podcaster, that you find your way to podtask. Again, you can get started with a forever free plan. There's no obligation there. Um, even if you sign up for a paid plan, you can downgrade to the free plan at any time. There's no commitments made there. But I truly think that once, you know, people start working with it, that they're going to find that it really does help them be successful as a podcaster. Because ultimately, you know, most podcasts come from just like a being a passion project. Not a lot of people make money, especially money to support themselves doing it. Um, and and so, you know, how can I support that? I think PodTask is intended to help support people. And even our paid plans aren't, you know, it's not a lot of money per month. It's like 19, 39 or 59 a month if you want to take advantage of some of the more, you know, um, higher level features and stuff like that. So... Yeah. If you're doing it in podcasting, come check it out. I really would love to support you in any way that I can. Um, so anybody can find me on LinkedIn. Happy to answer any direct messages that uh, that I get there. And just like I said, I just really am loving this part of my life and this journey. And I know that that's where my future is headed to just dive all in with it and and really make the most of it. Yeah. And if you, if you want to check out the podcast, you can go for our listeners. We get a special link on the creative visionaries podcast.com forward slash podtask. You can uh, check it out there and then sign up for that free forever plan. And then definitely connect with Adam on LinkedIn, because I think if anything, just from a business person to a business person, you can learn so much from him and just follow him along on his journey and just, you know, send him a message, ask him a question. I'm sure he'd be happy to to chat with you and, and answer any questions that you guys have. So Adam, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to be vulnerable and authentic and share your story with us and talk about this new passion and, and the projects that you're working on. I love being able to, to be a platform to share that. So thank you for being here today. Yeah. Thanks Tori. It's been, you know, awesome getting to meet you and, and work with you on, um, you know, the sponsorship. And like I said, the feedback that you've been able to give, like, I, I love that stuff. So this has been a great uh, conversation today. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening to the creative visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.